coming to you from stolen equipment and broadcasting from a pirated signal located somewhere in Southern California. This is the Danger Hour Podcast. Oh my God. This is the Danger Hour Podcast, and I'm your fancy pants host, Jamesy Pooh. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been over two months since my last podcast. Yes, my child. Please do ten Hail Marys and give me your son, and I may take him into my chambers just for 15 minutes or so. That's all I need. Oh my God, James. It's way too early the show for that gross talk, James. Silence, you fool. I will have no wokeness in podcast land. This is a woke-free zone. Mm-hmm. Anywho, oh my God, darling, it's been so long since we've been together. Oh, Jesus Christ. I haven't been sitting in front of a microphone in over two months. <laughs> yeah, I've been super busy at work, everybody. I've been so busy at work. They've got me working so many hours. I feel like I'm a sex slave without all the sexy stuff. Yeah, every day. Oh, guess what? You can't leave. Oh, really? Great. Yeah, you got to stay about three or four extra hours. Oh, and guess what? Your day off that you have coming up? Yeah, you got to come in. Oh, great! So yeah, like I've told you before, I really understand how the black peoples felt back in the uh, 1800s. Oh my God, James. You cannot compare the two. Uh, yes, I can. I'm being forced to stay somewhere and work against my will. That's exactly what they went through. So I can relate. It's pretty cut and dry. Full disclosure, I'm sitting here in my own filth. I am unshaven. I haven't showered in maybe two or three days. Oh my God, James. That's disgusting. No, I don't, I don't think so. According to the bearded cunt, he agrees with you. He thinks that that's filthy. Uh, well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. Right now, I do feel filthy. I can feel a layer of film around my nether regions. I can just feel it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I'm of the opinion that you have to uh, let your natural oils and whatnot uh, leave it alone for a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Don't wash your hair all the time. Don't use uh, chemicals on your skin all the time. I don't fucking know. Makes sense to me. And then I get to really show the wife my natural essence, you know, that musk. Uh, I'll tell you what, and this is not a lie. All right, there's no bullshit. Uh, I don't know when it was, but uh, I get into bed and I'm snuggling up with the wife. And I haven't showered in maybe two days. And she goes, oh, it's not good. And she like sniffs my neck. <laughs> and I was like, ha, little do you know, I am filthy. Mm-hmm. So there you go, bearded cunt. All right. If, you want, if your wife likes smelling fake chemicals and the flowery aromas, that's, I know that's what you're using, some kind of lavender bullshit. Some lavender beard cream or something. That's what, if that's what she likes, fine. But my lady seems to like uh, natural man musk. <clears throat> Not Elon. James. 
James Musk. All right, shall we get into something here? I have a whole lot of stuff to talk about, none of which is related, but I will try my best to segue between one topic to the next seamlessly. Okay, you won't even realize it. That's how experienced and professional I am at this game at this point. It's not my first rodeo. Speaking of the bearded cunt, I don't know if I talked about this already. I might have, but it's been a long time. Maybe I didn't cross it off my little notes here. So uh, if I have already, forgiveness of please. All right. So uh, one day, uh oh, <clears throat> one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So I steal them. Well, because he thought it was a good spot, because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, the bearded cunt hit, hits me up and asks me if I'd like to go to a Rams football game. All right. Now, uh, I'm not a Rams fan, but I am a fan of free tickets to a sporting event. <laughs> So uh, I was free, and I decided to go along. Little did I know, oh boy, it was going to be a fancy pants experience, all right? I go to his house, and uh, it's his brother-in-law's or something. I already forget. Apologies. Forgive me, sir, please. And then uh, we go. Front row fucking preferred parking. <laughs> right? Then we walk into the VIP area. Ooh, pinky up. Right? Now, to get to our section... We had to show our fucking tickets like 15 times. These different access points. Then we get into the stadium. And oh mama. We are like literally, literally five rows from the field. It was glorious. All right. But anyway, I'm not here to brag about that. Yes, you are, James. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, Shout out to Beardy Cunt. Thank you for that. And uh, anyway. uh, oh, Oh, I have a problem actually with his experience. Oh boy. I was going to save this for the fuck you, but uh, it's kind of already, it's already been brought up, so I better, I better get right into it now. This piece of shit, the bearded cat, James? No, another piece of shit. Uh, let me back up. So anyway, uh, the first guy, his brother-in-law, buys us all around a beer. I'm like, wow, that's fucking generous. Look at this guy. Okay? And I think even some food. Lovely fella that guy was. And then his other brother-in-law guy, he buys us around a beer. And then the bearded cunt buys us a round of beer. So I'm like, well, I guess it's my turn, right? <laughs> it's totally fair. So here comes this beer guy walking down the steps with his little uh, traveling beer case thingy. I got cold beer here, cold beer. Get your cold beer. Yeah, cold beer. I'm like, oh, hey, fella, right over here. I'll take four beers, okay? He passes them down. I pass my credit card. This guy fucking scans it. He goes, do you want a receipt? Would you like a receipt there, fella? And I go, no, thank you. No receipt. And he walks off. Little did I know, this motherfucker, he wound up, uh, maybe I brought this up before in another episode. I feel like I've already talked about this. Uh, maybe not. He winds up giving himself a $15 tip. Can you believe that shit? A fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. And uh, is there any way to contact these people? No. They make it damn near impossible. I've written a fucking email. No response. You try to call. Nobody answers. It's fucking annoying. What kind of shit? Who, who, who are these people? Who does that? Who does that? Well, let me give myself a $15 tip. The cost of one of these fucking beers. Son of a bitch. 
Anyway, what I wanted to get to was during the halftime, Lupe Fiasco comes out, all right? And he has a whole bunch of people that are cancer survivors, all right? I'm talking a lot of people. And it's a big production. And it's all about surviving cancer. That's the whole thing. And, uh, and they're like, oh, this is so-and-so. Look, you know, it's a cancer survivor. They all got, they've all got papers saying, you know, uh, when they had cancer and they're cancer-free for this long or whatever the fuck, right? And uh, at the end of the song, at the end of the big, actually, the big production is over. This fucking guy. <laughs> he goes, yeah, you know, surviving. We're all survivors here. And it's all about survivors. Survivors, 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 right? I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. All that shit. At the very end, this guy goes. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco's like, all right, thank you. You know, we're all about surviving cancer and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Then at the end, he goes, yeah, we ride together. We die together. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> After all that surviving talk, you end it with we die together. Oh, way to go, Lupe Fiasco. You fucking killed it. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> fucking stupid other than that it was a fun experience <laughs> other than being robbed for $15 and a lupe fiasco pulling my hope away at the end like it was a rug from under me other than that it was great james you had a vip experience with front row parking james row five you got free food and free beers james and you're bitching about $15 yeah it's the principle all right it's the principle and speaking of principle, this has to do with the next story. It has to do with the school. Pretty good segue, James. I guess. Yeah, I know. All right. Oh, this is, I love this one. Oh, boy. This is probably one of the best stories I've ever heard. Hopefully, I can do it some justice. But when I was told it over some drinks with a, some fella that, that I know, I was fucking dying laughing. <laughs> Check this out. So this person tells me that his kid is in school, a high school. And it was reported that there is a gun on campus, okay? Full school lockdown. Nobody in or out. Every classroom locked. Nobody leaves, all right? Now, it's, uh, it's been a couple hours, and this guy tells me that one of the kids in the class tells the teacher, I got to go to the bathroom. And the teacher says, uh, we're locked down. You can't, you can't leave the classroom. He's like, no, I got to go. Like, I got to go. I've been, I've been waiting and holding it, but I can't hold it anymore. And she's like, I'm sorry, but I can't let you out. And the kid, he goes, no, you don't understand. I have to go now. And she said, yeah, I can't let you out. We are locked down. It's not safe. I can't let you leave. And the guy's like, well, what am I going to do? This fucking teacher, she's looking around for some kind of solution here. She winds up getting a bag and saying, here, go in this. I go in the corner of the classroom and go in this bag. (laughs) Imagine this, everyone. Take yourself back to your high school days. How fucking brutal that was to begin with. Any stupid thing you were embarrassed about that they might make fun of you for. Oh, I don't want to wear this and make fun of me, right? Or, oh, my, I'm having a bad hair day. I'll be made fun of. Oh, I got a big fucking pimple on my forehead. They're going to make fun of me. Anything they can fucking hit you with. Now, imagine. Now you're in this kid's position where he's got his shit. And there's nowhere to go. And you're in a classroom with a bunch of kids. (laughs) 
Anyway, I go, so what the fuck happened? He's like, well, the guy went in the corner and he shit in the bag. I'm like, what did he use for toilet paper? I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? I didn't ask my daughter that question. I'm like, how did you not ask? How'd you not have a thousand follow-up questions? I don't know. She was embarrassed talking about it. Like, why was she embarrassed? She wasn't the one that had to take a shit in the bag. I don't know. She just, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. It's gross. So this kid shit in a fucking bag. Who knows what he used to wipe his ass? Then what? Then you tie up the bag and you just go sit in your fucking seat and everything's back to normal? Never. There's no fucking way he ever escapes that. That's a lifelong trauma right there. And you know they're going to make fun of him. It's going to get out, right? They have to. It's high school. And anyway, dude, at the end of it, it wasn't even a real gun. It was a fucking toy gun. This guy was humiliated over a toy. <laughs> uh, can you fucking believe that? Are you all getting this? I can see some of you in the back not, not fully appreciating this. Are you putting this whole thing... This kid shit in a fucking bag in a classroom in front of all the fucking kids and the teacher! What? Ah! It's glorious. I would have loved to be in that class. And I would not have looked away. I'd be staring the whole time. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I was beaming after that story for so long, just just thinking of how fucked up it is. All right, uh, moving along. <clears throat> I can see not all of you are fans. Am I sick? Am I twisted? I, I, th I thought that was amazing. I feel judgment. All right, let's keep going. All right, speaking of things coming out of people's butts. Oh my God, James, that's, that's the segue? Yeah. Yep. So uh, for the Christmases... My wife and I were gifted a Costco gift card. Now, uh, I know this might come as a complete shock to most of you, but I do not have a Costco membership. Never have. I am against, <laughs> once again, my principles. I'm against, oh, you have to have a membership to shop here. Fuck off. Fuck you. Exclusive bullshit. Oh, you don't have a membership? You can't come in. Oh. Oh. And plus, just the thought of all those fucking people, man. Oh, just this large crowds of fucking the animals that go in there. Anyway. <laughs> now I sound like I'm exclusive. Oh, I can't shop with all these people. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I can feel the judgment still coming at me. Like some cool rain in the face. What's that, James? Splashing in the face? Ah, yeah, whatever. So anyway, yeah, I guess my philosophy is like, what am I going to get from this place? The food? Isn't this all like a bunch of bullshit food? I don't feel like packages of fucking whatever, like frozen chicken breasts or whatever. Like, you know, oh, here we go. Here we go. I can already feel the eyes rolling. I get my meat from a butcher box. <laughs> Are you all sitting down? <laughs> I have a membership. <laughs> And I get only the highest quality meats. <laughs> We're talking grass-finished beef, everybody. All right. Not to be confused with grass-fed, okay? Because there is a difference. Everybody, sit down and uh, learn a little something. I think I've already talked about this in the past, but uh, away we go. Grass 
fed. They could be fed grass once, one time. And the rest of their life, even eating corn and shit, and they could be called grass-fed because they're not lying. They were fed grass, okay? But it's different than grass-finished, which means that they only ate grass their entire life. And so that's the beef I get. And then the chicken that they offer is uh, free-range, fucking no hormones, blah, blah, blah. Um, Cage-free, all that bullshit. And uh, it's literally like, here we go. So they can also say cage-free if they let them out of the cage for like an hour or two per day or something. Because yeah, technically, yeah, they weren't in a cage. They were out running around for an hour. That kind of shit. But these ones are like, uh, you know, they're born free. as free as a blah, blah. All that stuff. So yeah, that's the kind of animals that I eat. What am I going to do in the fucking Costco farming bullshit, right? Farm fed. All of it. So I was like, uh, whatever. Have I made my case for why I don't give a shit about Costco? <laughs> and no, I don't need to buy a 40-pack of socks. I don't. So anyway, Jesus Christ. Uh, so we go there with our $200 gift card for Costco. We're looking around. And they actually do have some decent food there. I was surprised. But uh, we wound up sp- spending all the money on booze. But... Uh, <laughs> Oh my God, James, you just talked about healthy stuff and then you talk about poison. Hey, you know, we all have one vice at least, right? That's mine and boys. But uh, moving along. So here we are in the Costco's walking down the aisles and it's not even like a weekend or the evening. It's I got out early to watch my daughter's uh, soccer game. So we went here a little bit after that. So it's early in the day and there's still a fuckload of people. I'm like, yep, yep, I don't like this. Don't like it. And we're walking around. And this Asian lady is nearby. And she's like, you know, with her giant fucking cart coming by. And then she just goes, all of a sudden, she goes, Oh, excuse me. And she kind of smiles. And I'm looking at the kids and they're fucking dying laughing. And I start to like, but I'm waiting until she turns the corner to fully like let go of my laughter, which she does. And I'm like, I look at the wife, I'm like, are you serious? And then one of the Costco workers, this chick, she's there, and she looks at me and goes, you would be surprised how often that happens every day. I'm like, for real? And she goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Uh, needless to say, uh, that experience almost convinced me to get a membership, but I still will, I will refuse on principle alone, not having it. All right, speaking of my kids, uh, people have been having lots of kids around me. It's kind of annoying because my kids are already grown, kind of. My kids are 16 and 13. And wait, is she 16? She's going to be 16 in a couple months. Yes, 15 and 13, almost to 16. And everyone's having babies and shit. And people have asked me, oh, what do you think? What is your opinion? What's better, boys or girls? I'm like, ha! Not even fucking close. Boys are way better. Girls are a pain in the fucking ass. Pain in the ass. My experience. <laughs> and I'll give you some examples of just, just the day-to-day operations of how the difference between the boy and a girl. Now, look, I know this is just my uh, experience here, but from what I've seen, uh, I think I think it's across the board. You know, I'm going to say it's fact. Nope, this is how it is. 
So uh, every every morning that I go to work, I wake up at 5.40 a.m. And uh, before I leave at 6.40, before I walk out the door, I say goodbye to the wife who's still in bed. And I give her a little smooch. And I fondle her a little bit. Really, really uh, grab up on her and stuff. And she's half awake, so it doesn't really bother her. This is why I really get handsy. And then uh, most of the time she goes... Can you wake the kids up before I leave? And I go, yes, I can. And I walk over there, and their bedrooms are close to each other. I open both doors and flip on both lights at the same time. And I walk into the daughter's room first, and I go, every all this is my routine. I walk in with my little song that I made up. It's a brand new day. It's a brand new day. And I walk right up to her, and I find a little face, and I go, wake up, wake up, sweetheart. And I give her a little kiss on the head. It's a brand new day, isn't it great? And she's always like, I'm tired. I don't want to Fucking bitching and moaning. I'm like, okay, have a great day. Bye. And I walk out and I walk into my son's room. It's a brand new day. And he smiles. It's a brand new day. And I stroke his hair. Wake up, son. It's time for school. You're going to have a great day. And he's laughing and smiling. He's like, bye, Dad. There you go. That's all you need to know about boys and girls. One of them's a carefree, happy-go-lucky. The other one's... All right, now I think it's a pretty good time to uh, go to the bathroom and talk about shit. (laughs) All right, talking shit. This time, oh mama, I don't think I brought this up. I hope I didn't. So, uh, all right. <laughs> so one day, I'm at work and I go into the bathroom and they've got the urinals there. And I walk up to the urinal. I pull out my little penis. All right. And then I just happen to look down and I saw that I had some like, <laughs> somehow I had a little piece of toilet paper on, uh, on the tip of my wiener. All right. My pe- it sounds weird to me to say wiener or penis, my dick. But dick sounds kind of like harsh and vulgar, doesn't it? Yeah, my dick, my penis, my wiener, my dong. I don't know, like nothing sounds normal for me to say. I'm just going to go with dick, all right? <laughs> so I saw a little piece of ta- uh, toilet paper stuck to my dick. I go, hey, how'd that get there, I'm thinking. And so... uh I start to try to pull it off and it's like really on there. It's hardened and it's it, not my dick, the paper. <laughs> and it's hard to come off and I'm trying to pick at it. And then I realize, whoa, if someone walks in right now, they're going to see me picking on my dick and that's not a good look. So I, I immediately aborted the mission and I left the paper on there. Uh, has that ever happened to you fellas? <laughs> I heard uh, I heard something like this happens to women. Uh, I heard I think it was at a I think it was at the Joe Coy com- um, comedy show. He said that there's sometimes like you'll be going down on a chick, and you'll get little pieces of the toilet paper that ripped off and were just st- stuck up in there, and he calls it clitty litter. <laughs> so uh, there you go. That's a story about my clitty litter. So, this has been Talk Shit!
Okay, now I think it'd be a great time to check in with our radio affiliate to get a look at sports. K-G-A-Y, K-G-A-Y. And now for your KK Sports Report, we take you live to sports expert Dan Drizzles. In honor of Buffalo Bills safety, Damar Hamlin, we will not be covering sports this week. Because like Damar, I just didn't have the heart. And that was your KK Sports Report with sports expert Dan Drizzles. K-G-A-Y, K-G-A-Y. What the fuck was that? Holy shit, Dan Drizzles went hard. That wasn't even that was uncalled for, unprofessional. That's not like him. I, uh, I apologize for that unprofessionalism. We will not, will not condone that here at the Danger Hour. And I will uh, really consider if I'm going to continue the relationship with, uh, with K-Gay. So um, anyway. <clears throat> yeah, speaking of football, oh, mama, did you guys see that? I know you've probably heard about it by now. I was watching that game live, live. Fucking Bills versus the uh, Bengals. Now, look, this was already a, a, a game that was going to be pretty fucking great, in my opinion. I was looking forward to it all week. And not to mention, it was also the championship game between me and Gas Boy. That's right. I was in first place leading up to this. And I think he was the number two seed. So me versus Gas Boy to win it all, all right? And it came down to this game because I was fucking losing. <laughs> Substantially, my team did not show up the final fucking week. Unbelievable. So this game was exciting. I was excited for it. And then in the first quarter, this dude gets, you know, a, a typical looking hit to the chest. Not unlike anything you normally see. He stands up. And a couple seconds later, just fucking drops down on his back. <laughs> Done. And uh, next thing you know, the, the medical people are running out there. They're all huddling around him. And the thing, when I knew it was something was wrong, like big time, is the look on the players' faces. Like especially that, the Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, who's my quarterback in fantasy. And he looked like he saw a fucking ghost. I was like, oh shit, this guy die? And once I mentioned they're doing CPR on the field, I was like, holy shit, I never heard that before. Never heard that. So yeah, it was, uh, it was unlike anything I've ever seen. And uh, they wound up postponing the game because all the players were all rattled and shooken up and they didn't want to, most of them didn't want to continue, which is understandable. But uh, the thing I got to, the, the problem I have with it is I can't finish my fantasy football league now. How is it going to work? No idea. It's just in limbo. They're not even going to have the game. They they determined today the game's completely canceled. Not going to happen. What about me? <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like all the fucking bets that people made, right? They just, what, they just give you your money back? All the, uh, all the fantasy people? How sad. Me and Gasboy already handled it. I said, look, dude. Let me read you the text, okay? Because I'm, uh, I just I want full transparency here. Uh, I put since I am the commissioner, I will need to make a final decision on this matter, which I just did. 
This was the literal final game to determine who wins the championship, and given the fact that it will not be played due to these unprecedented circumstances, I will consider this to be an act of God. And although my winning was highly unlikely, it cannot be discounted, because we will never know the outcome of this game. Thus, we will never know what could have been, no matter how unlikely. So I rule that the winnings amongst first and second place be split evenly. Yet you possess the title of champion of 2022. Do you object? There was a couple things back and forth, but ultimately he, he agreed. And that's the way it's going to happen. He won, but uh, we split the winnings evenly. Because, uh, I, you know, if it was me, I couldn't sleep at night knowing that I won that blood money unfairly like that. He said he could have, but uh, here we are. <laughs> But yeah, crazy shit. So basically, from what I understand, this guy got hit in his chest, blunt force trauma, at the exact, precisely fucking timed moment in between his heartbeats, where like it had to be this exact moment for this to happen, that put him into cardiac arrest and like threw off his uh, his rhythm of his heartbeat and fucked his whole shit up. And if he wasn't shocked back to, back into it then he would have died. So these, these quick-thinking medical uh, personnel on the field were fucking incredible. And they were even talking about, oh, yeah, it, de- it depends on how, how long he was uh, unconscious because if, he was, if it was like you know, a substantial amount of time, you suffer from some brain damage. Given that he's a, a, an elite athlete and very young and in incredible shape, you know, there's a little more leeway that he has, but... Uh, Ultimately, we'll see what happens. And then today it was reported that the breathing tube out and he's talking to people and fucking seems like he's going to be just fine. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. So look at that. So uh, there you go. Now you're all caught up. I wound up being first place in the season and then I fucking lost the last game. (laughs) Uh, With an asterisk next to it. Sort of. I could have, like I told my buddy Dick, it could have been, dude, yeah, everyone thought the fucking uh, Falcons were going to win that Super Bowl that one year. Look what happened. Brady, the asshole, he came back by a four-touchdown deficit in the second half, and they won the fucking game. So you never know. Stranger things have happened. That's all I'm saying. Can't discount anything. All right, so anyway, I thought I would end out the show. I have a fuckload of fancies and fuck yous, so... uh I think we should get to that. How's that sound, everybody? Huh? 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 Okay. So here we go. Let's start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy. All right, fancy sounds, little baller. All right, I fancy that is a segment in which I talk about something positive for a change. Something remarkable. Something that makes me happy. Good times. Right? I fancy that. All right, here we go. First up, Halloween. A buddy of mine, let's just call him, hmm. What can I call him that's inconspicuous? Uh, Let's just go with Art. My buddy Art. Shout out to Art. He had his uh, annual Halloween get-together. They hand out candy. They got a whole fuckload of uh, awesome decorations outside. They're like the party house of the whole neighborhood. 
And we walk around with the kids for a bit, but uh, mostly we're hanging out, having some drinks and, uh, you know, fucking off and whatnot. So I show up dressed as a cowboy, as a bandit. (laughs) You might say a little gay. You might say. Maybe. But a little, no, I wouldn't say gay. I would say more, um, what's the word? Flamboyant. I was like a flamboyant cowboy. Gay, James. Ah. Hmm. And then uh, my buddy, let's just call him Art, he was actually dressed up like a sheriff, right? Cowboy, like with a long, uh, oh, God damn it, what do you call that shit? That long fucking coat that touches the ground almost. Come on. Not like a trench coat. It's a uh, slicker? I don't fucking know. You get the idea. With the collar popped up and he had the cowboy hat on and his bandana, right? And I was a bandit because I had a mask on. <laughs> I was wearing all black. I was the bad guy. I'll get you. I'm gonna steal stuff from you. Hmm? So anyway, uh, I fancy that's always a good time. But I fancy that we got to walk around the neighborhood, and I came up with a character. That's right. I was Dusty McLeod. Mm-hmm. Dusty McLeod. We walked around in character, telling people, "Hey, uh, hey there, fella. Stick your hands up." That kind of shit. You know, it was funny games. It might sound stupid now, but at the time, if you were there, you would really appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I fancy Halloween. Hanging out with friends, walking around dressed as a cowboy with my little thick shooter and my drink and having a good time. It's fun. Good times. I don't know. Just uh, It was like destiny that we were both cowboys. We got to walk around patrolling the neighborhood. That's all. <laughs> it was nice. It was cute. So anyway, next up... <clears throat> So Halloween. I fancy that. Next up, I fancy. I was. Uh, it was work. I was at someone's house. It doesn't matter what I do. It's none of your business. I could be a police officer, maybe. I'm at someone's house, and they have a dog. This dog would not stop barking. That's one of my pet peeves, everybody. Crying babies and barking dogs. It fucking drives me nuts. I really hate it. So I was annoyed. This dog wouldn't shut the fuck up. On and on and on. And their neighbor, this lady. (laughs) Dude, all of a sudden. This is what she says. I'm not fucking, I'm not kidding. She goes, Will you shut that fucking dog up? Jesus fucking Christ! (laughs) Uh, And the lady who lives there totally bent the knee, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I have someone here. I'll put him away. And she got the dog and like put the dog somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, yes, dude. I fucking love it. Uh, it reminds me of like uh, shit you see in like movies in New York. Like on Coming to America. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. And the fact that it worked. And I got to enjoy peace and quiet. Because of that Karen lady. So I got, I got to be honest, man. Sometimes Karens are necessary. They're a necessary evil. So <laughs> when, it, uh, when it appeals to me in my life, in certain situations, I fancy Karens. Huh? All right, next up. Oh, and this is the best one. Oh, mama. Oh, you know, I'll throw in one more. I fancy. Okay, so there's this movie out. I don't know if you heard about it. It's called uh, Don't Worry, Darling. Now, I heard all kinds of fucking horrible things about this movie while they were making it because for work I listened to the radio and so it seemed like every other week there was some story about this movie 
For one, Shia LaBeouf got fired from it, which turned out to be wrong, I guess. He said that he quit. And the director, who's that Olivia Wilde chick, who's like a big fucking mess, they were like shitting on her. Like, oh, she's a, she's a liar, right? And then she uh, broke up with that dude fucking um, Ted Lasso. So everyone was hating on her because they love that character, even though it might be his fault. Who knows? And so she's being like a big bitch, right? Like, oh, she's a bitch, fuck her. And then she got served divorce papers on stage. Remember that? And then she got with that guy, Harry Styles, right? And all these women are all fucking jealous. Like, oh, she's with Harry Styles, fuck her. So like one thing after another. Oh, and then um, Florence Pugh, that chick, who plays uh, Black Widow's sister, you know, you know the one. She was like refusing to do movie press. So like one thing after another, dude, like over and over. And uh, in my head, I was like, eh, I don't think I want to watch this movie. I think uh, I'm over it. And finally, like it's out in video for a while. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to watch it because I heard good things from somebody whose opinion I think I trust. And so I started watching it. Holy fuck. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Even the wife liked it. It is... do. I, I recommend... Okay, so I like watching movies that I have no idea what it what it's about. I love not watching previews and just putting it on and being in this whole new... Like, all right, take, take my hand and take me along for the ride. I don't know shit about what's going on. I don't know anything. And that's how I went into this movie. I knew fucking nothing about it. And it, I really loved it for that reason. I think it's on Amazon Prime, I think, or HBO. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, check it out. And let me know what you think. Don't look at no previews. Just fucking watch it. Don't worry, darling. Florence Pugh and Harry Styles is in it. So uh, I, I fancied it. I fancied that. All right. So last one, the most important one, in my humbling opinion. <laughs> Um, my wa- my wife calls me while I'm at work one day. Hey, the washing machine's broken. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh my God. And I'm at work. I'm, I'm fucking working overtime every stupid day. I have no time for this shit. I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, it's broken. It's not working. I'm like, oh God damn it. That's the last thing I need. Like, I don't want to, first of all, I don't want to pay some fucking guy to come and fix it. But I'm thinking like, that's probably what I got to do. Because I don't got time for this shit. So anyway, I wound up telling work, like, hey, I got to go. I got I got something that came up at, work, at home. I got to handle it. So I get out of work early. <clears throat> it's not even that early. It's fucking a little bit later than I normally get off. I go home. I'm like, all right, let's see what's happening. So this fucking thing is not agitating. It'll spin, but it's not going like that. It's not doing that. A little jerk, tricky movements. Huh, you know all about that, don't you, James? Ah, so I'm like, all right, come on, YouTubes, help me out. I don't want to pay some asshole to show up and fix this thing. So I'm looking on the YouTubes, looking at a bunch of different videos. Okay, what could it be? What could it be? I'm looking for my specific kind of model. And uh, this, you know, one of the fucking videos is like, all right, this is probably what it is. This is like one of the common problems. And uh, it's a quick, simple fix. And it's called dog agits. Little, little like rubber pieces. And they go, yeah they start to get worn down over time and they can't grip the center spinny thingy, the agitator. I'm like, all right, I'll fucking take a chance and go with that. I order them online on the Amazons and it says we'll be here next day. $4.70. Okay? The parts come the next day. I look at a video on how to take disassemble this thing. I take it apart. 
I changed these dog adjets. It does not take long at all. Put it back together. And it's fucking working. Oh, mama! There is absolutely no better feeling, besides sexy time, than fixing a problem like this yourself. Whether it's on your vehicle, on a fucking appliance, whatever, dude. If you fix it yourself and save hundreds of dollars. It's so fucking beautiful. It is the best feeling, besides sexy time, the best feeling besides sexy time ever, ever. And dude, I walk in like a, like a, like the cock of a walk, right? Cock of the walk or a walk, whatever walk, I was the cock. And then the wife's like, oh my God, you did it. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. You show me how proud you are later tonight, bitch. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, you. And uh, she didn't get mad at me for calling her a bitch because I was that cockley of the walkleys. All right? She was so impressed. Four dollars, everybody. I handled the situation. And I'm going to say it right here and right now. I fancy that. Oh, my God, do I fancy that. (sighs) So, in closing... Dusty McLeod teaming up with Sheriff for Halloweens. Um, a woman screaming and cussing at her neighbor about her stupid, annoying fucking dog. Fixing the washing machine. Oh, and uh, don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. I'll fix the washing machine. <laughs> All that stuff. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the you moment and here we go fuck you uh, fuck you moment is the opposite of I fancy that it's where I get to be negative <laughs> you thought we were gonna end on a positive note you fool yeah I get to be negative and close the show out bitching and moaning like I always like to do which is why I started this podcast so I can bitch and moan and pour all my negative energy onto you now it's your problem <laughs> sucker you deal with it. Verbally abuse your wife. End your marriage all because of me. <laughs> it's all part of the master plan. All right. So, uh, you know what's funny is uh, the wife and kids, they, uh, they went out to run some errands. That's how I get to do this shit by myself. Today was my day off. It's Friday. It is, uh, it is January 6th. And... Um, my dogs are roaming around here. I usually lock them up in the garage, but it's been kind of chilly as of late. So I'm letting them just roam around the house. And to my surprise, they've not made a fucking peep. And also, my boy also likes to be hanging around my feet all the time. Not my son, my dog, Jack. He's always hanging around my feet. Or if I'm anywhere I'm doing, he's like, he's right nearby, close by. He came in here when I started. <laughs> I set the microphone up. I sat down in my little comfy chair. He laid right next to me. As soon as I started yelling and screaming, he left the room. <laughs> so fuck loyalty, huh? Huh, Jack? Fuck loyalty, he says. All right. Let's get into it. First off, um, one of my Fridays that I had off. Did I mention I get Fridays off now, everybody? Used to be Thursdays, but now it's Fridays. I fancy that. You're not in the fancy that anymore, James. All right. One of, my fr- <clears throat> one of the Fridays I had off when the wife and the kids were in school and work. Um, well, actually, my fucking daughter, dude. Oh. She starts school later than my boy and my wife. Uh, my wife starts work around 7, 
my boy starts school at seven or something. So she drops him off, drops off the daughter and then goes to work. The daughter doesn't have school until 830. And so she's always having to be there early, right? So she's like, hey, dad, can you drop me off at school tomorrow, please? I'm like, it's my day off. I like to sleep in. It's the only day I can sleep in. Please, you don't work and I can't have to go to school early. We talked about this, about the girls and the guys, right? My boy would never put me in that situation. He'd let me sleep in, but not the daughter. Mm-mm. And then I'm finally like, all right. Thank you. So then I'm waking up early on my fucking day off. Although it is like, you know, I'm normally up at 540. So I'm up at seven or eight. She always me up at 820. Okay, I got to go. Come on. I'm going to go now. I was like, oh, great. Thanks for the heads up. So I guess I did sleep in, but I'm still tired. I stayed up late. I drop her off at school. I'm like, you know what? I got to run some errands. Uh, I'll go get some breakfast by myself. Went to the spot I've never been to before. And uh, I was enjoying myself, but I was fucking tired. I go to the store and this fucking cashier, you know what she tells me? You know what she tells me? She scans my shit and she looks at me and she goes, rough day. I was like, no, not at all. No. Oh, so you're just tired then, huh? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? She's clearly saying I look like complete shit. But why do you got to say anything? Huh? James, are you really upset by that? Not really, but also go fuck yourself. All right. Don't say anything. Don't make me. Re- don't don't bring to it my attention that I look like complete garbage. All right, with my fucking bags, my red eyes, whatever it may be. It's none of your business, bitch. James, inside I can tell that you really just hurt. Yeah, I'm lashing out because I was hurt inside. Just don't do it. That's all. All right, next one. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, if you thought. The dickhead at SoFi was bad for tipping himself 15 bucks. Get a load of this one. Uh, I win tickets to see the Smashing Pumpkins off KLOS radio station. And it's at the Hollywood Bowl. And my daughter has been dying to go to a concert. I want to go to a concert. I want to go see live music. She's all into music right now. I'm like, hey, you want to go to the Smashing Pumpkins concert? Oh my God, yes, yes I do. I'm like, all right. I'll take you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So uh, we drive up to, uh, I heard about, like you know, I've been to the Hollywood Bowl. It's a fucking nightmare with parking because they have something called stacked parking. You know about this? Uh, one thing, fuck you to stacked parking. That's literally where you drive and you just park, 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 next row, almost touching the bumper of the row in front of you. And you can't leave until the people around you have left. Mm-hmm. You can't leave. You're stuck there. It's happened to me in the past. And I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. And so I'm looking up different ways to get there. And one of the things says, oh, park in this fucking train station. Take a train. Get off and walk to, uh, you know, walk one mile. Then you go right to the bowl. I'm like, all right. Me and my daughter went to Chicago this last summer. We've had some practice taking the subway and walking. No big a deal. So that's what we do. I park at uh, some train station. Take the train. It smells like fucking BO. There's crazy people in there. Uh, you know what? I expected the Chicago people to be fucking crazy. Nope. Not nothing close to the LA fucking weirdos. Woo-wee. So we get off, walk a mile. Wasn't even that bad at all. Get to the show. 
Then I realized, and I, cause I haven't been there in a long, long time, they sell full bottles of wine. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Uh, it costs $45, all right, with that's tax and everything, $45. I was like, that's actually not that bad, as opposed to getting like a few drinks, it's going to cost you more than that, okay? So they, I order uh, some food for my daughter and a full bottle of wine off the stupid kiosk that you have to order off of. You can't just order it at the window. Oh, you got to go to that thing and order it, fucking Hollywood bullshit. All right, I walk up to the window with my fucking re- my receipt thing. Here you go. Where's my order? Oh, you know what? We're out of red wine. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, we're out. I'm like, then why did that little thing let me order it? Yeah, we were having problems with our system. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're out. Did you want white wine? I go, no, I don't. And he goes, okay. So, uh, I go, can I just get a refund? He goes, no. It's <laughs> like, what do you mean? No. Yeah, we, we're, we're not able to process refunds. I was like, okay, so then what? What do I do now? So I'll write down your order number and then we'll take care of it. We'll refund your card. I go, really? He goes, yeah, yeah. And he has this pad of paper and he has other orders on there. I guess with similar issues. He's like, yeah, so we'll get your refund to you. I'm like, okay. So uh, I go to another fucking window and I order. I ask him, do you have red wine here? Yeah, we do. I'm like, all right. So I order my bottle from that fucking stand. Stupid. So uh, it's done. So let's see. A week or two later, nothing. I wind up calling, right? Speak to some person after fucking, ugh, couldn't, it, was, it was a while. Oh, you know what? It's better if you send an email. Okay, here's the email address. And then you email that person that, that handles the, the sales of merchant or um, whatever, kiosk, whatever the fuck it is. And then, you know, they should be able to handle it. Uh, yeah, we're, we're close for the season. So uh, I was like, oh, God damn it. Like, I guess like that was the last show of the season. There was one more and it was done. I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, so you email that email. I'm like, okay. So I do. I get a response. Oh, yeah, we got your email. You know, we'll look into this, blah, blah, blah. So then uh, some more time passes. And then it's like, oh, we're going to process your refund. I'm like, great. And then it's like, okay, we started the process. It should take no more than fucking five to seven business days. And uh, if you have not received a refund in that time, please contact us again. Nine business days goes by and I write them back. I still have not received my refund. I've been waiting and this and that. The guy fucking responds like with an attitude. Yeah, we said five to seven business days. That's not regular calendar days. And I'm like, fucking dick. Or you might want to check with your, uh, your, uh, credit, your credit card holder or something. And I write back like, yeah. I know it's business days. And I didn't even count the next day after you sent the email. I gave an extra day. And it's been nine business days. So actually 10. And, you're, and I go, look, I already checked with my credit card. And there's no record of any refund. And I said, look, I'm just following the instructions. Five to seven days, you know, contact us again. This fucking guy never responded. It's been months. Nothing. Nothing. So fucking frustrating, dude. But James, you got free tickets to a concert, James. Smash your pumpkins and Jane's addiction. And you're really bitching about not receiving your $45 refund, James. Fuck you! (gasps) Sorry. Sorry. But it's the principle of the matter. Final one. 
final one. I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, I backed into a yellow pole <laughs> in my truck. <laughs> I was at a gas station. I had to piss so fucking bad. And I'm like, God damn it, I can't, I, I can't hold it. I got to go. So I went in the gas station. And there was a line of three people for the fucking gas station bathroom. I'm like, all right, I can't do this. I got to hurry up. And get, I wasn't even that far from home. That's how bad I had to go. I was willing to go in the bathroom at the gas station. I was like a mile from my house. So I quickly get in my truck. I back out and fucking hit this yellow pole that has no business being there. It's like sticking out, not guarding anything. I don't even know what was there. And I fucking crushed my bumper. It's like, God damn it. I don't have a metal window like that. Or it has metal, but it has like that plastic fucking outer part to Tacoma. So I get home and I go piss and I look at it. I'm like, oh my God, it's fucked up. So from the inside, I started hammering the shit out of it, trying to make it <laughs> look as normal as possible. And then uh, I finally like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I'm just going to get this shit replaced. I, uh, my insurance company recommends these places. And one of them is literally two blocks from where I work. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll just go there. I go in after work, drop it off. They got a fucking shuttle to the, uh, to the rental place, which is amazing pick up my rental quickly get the fuck out in no time great this guy tells me yeah it'll take about a week i'm like all right cool so then uh they're like yeah we'll call you week goes by no call i was like hey uh how's it going oh yeah we're uh waiting for some parts on your vehicle so uh it's gonna be a little bit longer it should be like a two days more like, all right yeah we'll call you never called me this guy finally oh yeah hey sorry bro i call him back after two days three days whatever hey you guys never called me oh yeah sorry the uh one of the parts was uh taking a little bit longer to get but we're gonna get it uh this day on friday okay you can pick it up on saturday all right i call on saturday or i call friday yeah yeah it's 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 coming in we're gonna paint it be ready for you tomorrow. Okay. They closed by noon, right? I'm calling. My boy had baseball. And uh, we would have had to leave his after his first game. And I'm calling this place, you know, before they close. No one's answering the phones. I'm like, God damn it. Because this is like my busy time of work and I can't get out. So then I finally fucking get a hold of this person. Oh, yeah. Sorry, bro. Um... Yeah, we were still waiting on this one thing and this and like excuse after fucking excuse. I'm like, okay. When when is it gonna be? Oh yeah, it'll, it'll be ready by this day. I'm like, are you sure? I'm gonna try to get out on time, like uh, at this time on uh, for work. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I fucking call the day before. All right, tomorrow. You said it. It's gonna be ready, right? Yeah, it'll be ready. Okay. The day of, I call. All right, you said it's going to be ready, right? Yeah, 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 it's ready. It's ready to go. Okay, I'm coming today. All right. I show up. The guy pulls up my truck. Now listen, when I first dropped it off, and he's assessing the damage, he tells me, the bumper is all fucked. The bumper's got to be replaced. Nope, like, right? That's obvious. Now, the quarter panel on the back driver's side, 
he said that little fucking strip or like there's a thick strip that goes around the wheel well like the wheel how do you even call it it's like this molding if you if you see 2012 tacoma you know what i'm talking about like the big strip molding thing that goes around the wheel well thing that kind of like popped out and he tells me oh yeah see that how it popped out yeah we got to replace that because once it it breaks that seal you got to replace them now i don't know any fucking de- any better i don't know if what what's going on i can't say you're lying that's not true because i don't know i later found out someone goes that's not true like really it's like yeah that doesn't matter you just you can, you can clip it back in there i'm like oh all right so that's what the guy tells me. So when I pick up the truck, the fucking molding is not together in like two places this time instead of one. I'm like, hey, I go, hey, uh, this molding is separated. He's like, oh, well, yeah, the guy I spoke to. Oh, no, 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 that wasn't me. I wasn't here. I wasn't here. I was on vacation. I'm like, look, I don't care if you weren't here. What I'm telling you is the guy that I dropped the truck off with said, if that separates, you got to replace it. It's no good anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Okay, so look, it's separated still. He goes, oh, yeah, that's because, uh, you know, it's it's been overcast lately. Once it gets hot outside, it's going to uh, it's going to seal better. I go, are you, are you, t- you're telling me once it gets sunny that it's just going to magically seal together? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's going, it'll, the, the heat will make it uh, uh, close together and seal up. I go, come on, dude, really? And I look at him. And I go, look, what's with this line on here? There's like a line on the fucking molding too that wasn't there before. And, I, and he goes, oh, uh, uh, th- listen, that'll come out no problem. Uh, listen, bro, that'll come out no problem. I was like, oh God. I go, look, man, you guys told me it would be done in a week. It's been two and a half weeks. And now look, in all this time, I've been calling you and asking you if it's ready to go and it's still got issues. You couldn't have noticed this before. Oh, you you know what? It just needs some clips. That's all. I go okay. He just needs clips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I can go get them right now. I'm like, get them from where? He goes, Toyota. I go, no, I don't got time. It's down the street. It'll be 50, 50 minutes. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not gonna be fifty minutes at all. And he goes, okay, you can bring it back. I go, look, it was hard for me to get out of work on time or at this time. I go, so it can't. I can't just. Uh, I I can't leave it. I gotta go. I already turned in the rental car and everything. Oh, okay. Well, I ordered the part. I ordered the right part. I'm like, this isn't the right part? I ordered the, the, from Toyota. I ordered the the, factor, the, the official parts. Uh, and you, you come back. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you do that. I'm like, you, you want me to do that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. And I'm so fucking pissed off. And I don't want to look at this fat fucking idiot no more. I just wanted to leave. And I'm so furious. He calls me like as soon as I get home, 15 minutes later, he calls me. All right. Uh, I ordered the part. And I'll call you as soon as it comes in. I'm like, all right. It should be a few days. Okay. Fucking two or three weeks goes by. All right. And I'm thinking like, you know what? I better fucking press this guy because I'm looking at my truck every day. I walk outside and it's bugging me. I was like, you know what? Fuck this, dude. I want this shit done the right way. It's always going to bug me. Fuck him and fuck that place. So I call him back after three weeks. Hey. I'm the guy with the black Tacoma. You said you had parts to order. What's up? You never called me. Oh, oh, they just came in today. Just they came, they were about back order. They just came in today. I'm like, fucking horseshit. Really? What are the odds that when I call, the parts happen to show up, right? I go, all right. He goes, I ordered I ordered the whole new molding and and the and the and the and the, 
rubber seals and the clips and everything. And I, this is out of my pocket. I paid for it to make you happy. He's like, so, uh, you know, you should appreciate that. I'm like, no, this is supposed to be done the right way. So uh, it's just the way it should have been done already. Okay. So uh, it needs to be painted, then you can come in. I'm like, okay, when? You know, this day. I'm like, all right. So I called him again the day before. What's going on? Yeah, it's ready tomorrow. Call him the next day. All right, is it ready? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's ready. Oh, yeah, if I show up right now, it's going to be ready to go. Yeah, it's ready. All right. I show up and they fucking wind up uh, replacing it and it finally looks perfect. But holy shit, dude. The fucking bullshit coming out of this guy's mouth. And look what they do. To save money on their end, they, they replace it with these bullshit knockoffs that isn't the right part. And my uncle told me, because my uncle's in, he's like, he's a big car guy. And he, like, he paints and all kinds of shit too. And I asked him, like, hey, why, why was there a line on my molding? And he's like, oh, they probably taped off to do some kind of like clear coat and they didn't do the whole piece. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They just taped it off right there. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so anyway, fucking a nightmare to go with these idiots, dude. And I, oh, and while I was there picking up the truck, this dude and his girlfriend come in, and he's like, "You guys said you would call me this and this and that, and it's and I'm still waiting and this blah blah." blah. And he leaves, and I go, "Yeah, man, they told me my truck would be ready after a week, and it's been two and a half." And he goes, "Nah, man, my car's been here for four months." I'm like, "What?" He goes, yeah, they said it would be less than a month. He's like, fucking place. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's just how they do it. It's fucking annoying, dude. Anyway, sorry for all that. That was me just rambling, I guess, getting this shit off my chest. It's so annoying. And you know what? I'll fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it. Another podcast down, everybody. 2023. And I do not have any New Year's resolutions. But I guess if I did have one, it would probably be to get in a better shape because I've been on a steady diet of gin and coffee. <laughs> and I want to take some trips this year. Need to cross off some more of these national parks off my list. And eventually I got to go do a you know, new baseball stadium. That's something I do every year. And this year... I think I'm going to try going to Fenway Park. The Dodgers at the Boston Red Sox. Fenway Park. Hey, dude. Let's go to Fenway fucking Park. See the game, dude. Uh, Anyway, hopefully that happens. That's at the end of the year. That should be fun. I just realized that the Dodgers, the, the Dodgers will not keep Trevor Bauer, even though... His game suspension was cut in half. Now he's eligible to play. He still has one more year on his contract with the Dodgers. They've decided, even though they're going to pay him $22.5 million, they decided, like, you know what? We're going to eat that and get rid of him. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? I don't get it. You could either keep this guy, let him help you this season. He is a good pitcher. Nah, we'll let someone else take him. And we'll spend the money anyway, because that's what we owe him. Regardless. What is the fucking deal? The guy, everything was dropped against him. He won. Fucking Johnny Depp wins his case. He gets another Pirates movie. Everyone's forgiving him. This guy never even went to trial. 
because they threw it out like, nah, bullshit. I'm not going to waste our time with this. Still gets punished. In a sense. What is it? The optics? We need to distance ourselves from this player and this organization. We don't want people to think we uh, condone his behavior by uh, roughly fucking bitches once in a while. So we need to release him immediately. Oh, boy. Great. <laughs> uh, maybe there's other reasons I don't know about. But, um, yeah. What are you, you going to do? All right. That's my, uh, my bitching and moaning about baseball. There's more to come of that, I'm sure. But, uh, you know. 2023, everybody, some optimism, I guess, right? And I will give you some advice. Uh, I think you should always try to have something to look forward to. For example, oh my God, it's going to be about you now. Of course, it is my show. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. First, the Raiders are playing the Chiefs. And then in the evening, I'm going to be going back in time. That's right, time traveling to the late 60s. To see the doors. Explain, James. Oh, I don't know. A little thing called Wild Child, the tribute band. It's pretty much like you're there looking at Jim Morrison in the band. (laughs) Should be fun. Going to go with some friends and uh, have some whiskey and hopefully some good times. So always have something to look forward to. And the other advice I will give you, which is the advice I always give you, everybody. And that's simply, stay dangerous, my friends. (laughs) later.